And we are live. Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Sleep Powder. I'm Theron. And I'm Anna. And if you haven't... Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, great way to start the episode. If you haven't followed us on socials yet, go ahead and please check us out on Instagram at Sleep Powder Talks. And you can also hit us up through email. We want to hear your questions and have your questions on the air. Uh, so email us which is sleeppattertalks at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to hear from you and get to engage with you a lot more. So this is your spot for Pokemon news and mental health, and we are here to talk, 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 and you are here to listen and maybe think and maybe discuss what you would like to do in the future, according to our advice. Or sleep, or if you're just sleeping, it's cool. Yeah, sleep too. Just works. relax. Whatever works. How have uh, how have you been doing, honey? Um, I was given my course list, so I've just been working on pre-class stuff because we're recording the twenty-fourth, and this is the official first week of school for me for spring. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting back in the groove after a very long break. So. Yeah, what about it's you? hard to get, hard to get back in that rhythm, the the mood of things. Um, it's been fun, I guess. Um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon just to pass the time. Um, I think I was talking last time that I was doing, I was playing through Pokemon XD, Gale uh, of Darkness, which is a blast in and of itself. It's a short game, but still really fun. Um, Almost at the final boss. I'm not going to spoil anything about that because it is a spoiler. How um, long has this game been out? This game's been out. I, hold on. I want to say this game has been out since. Uh, give me a second. There's a line limit on spoilers. Like, excuse me. If you tell somebody the ending of Lost now, it's not a spoiler anymore. Well, yeah, but... Spoiler, it's purgatory, and they try to convince you it's not purgatory with the plot lines, and then they just muddle up the whole thing so you're confused. But let me just tell you, it's purgatory. But that ruins it for everybody who hasn't seen it yet. See, I haven't seen Lost. I know you, and I love you, and I know you're not going to want to watch Lost. That's why I'm just telling you. Um, XD Gale of Darkness came out 2005. Okay, so 15 years ago. Spoilers are allowed now. I mean, it's still something I'd want people to experience blind if they could. Like, I'm not going to spoil Undertale for anybody who hasn't played Undertale before, because that's a game that you need to go into blind. That's true. That is sort of the best way to go into it. Um, I think that's the best way to go into lots of games, because I don't know if I would have played the Alolan one if I knew Mm -hmm. that Pokemon Jake Paul was going to be in it, so... Guzma was a fine, fine young lad. Jake Paul. He, yeah. Anime Jake Paul was not my favorite part of the game. That being said, <laughs> uh, I've been playing XD a lot. I really love my team. It's finally coming together. Tell me about team you. building. Uh, so in this game, you start with an Eevee that you get to evolve with a rock of some kind. Um, even with Espeon and Umbreon, since there are not nearly enough battles in this game. Uh, you get to, uh, what's it called? You get to just use a stone for it. Um, so I picked Vaporeon, because Vaporeon is my favorite evolution. And then I caught a Houndour, so I have a Houndoom. Uh, I used Baltoy for a while, but Baltoy is not that great. Claydol is subpar at best. Be um, nice to him. I love Claydol. I'll be the first to say how much I love Claydol, but like, eh, eh, it's okay. Uh, it's mainly bulky, but, and then, so Vaporeon, Houndoom, I use Abrellum 
uh, after our Parasite episode, last episode, I love, I love, uh, Berlin so much. Um, Vaporeon, Houndoom, Breloom, Gardevoir, Ampharos, and Banette. And I love Banette so much. It's one of the best ghost types. Um, did we, did we cover Banette in an episode? I don't know if we did or not. I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we did either. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's my team so far. And speaking of team building, I also, uh, back in May... <laughs> Some of my friends from the the Smash group that I'm in, um, they're from another school, but I, I know people from high school that went to that school, so they kind of adopted me in. Yeah. Um, we did a draft of Pokemon Platinum, and this is my first time ever playing through Pokemon Platinum. Um, and the way that the draft works is that we would all, you know, draw sticks and had a list of available po- available Pokemon for you to use. Right. And then, like, we went down the line. Of course, all the fire types went first because there are no fire types in Sinnoh. Um, that that's just the way that the game was mapped out and played out. Hmm. Um, there, there are about five fire types I can count on one hand. There was a, a fire type Elite Four gym Elite Four member. He's like the third strongest, and in Diamond and Pearl, he only had two fire types on his team. He had Rapidash, Infernape, a Steelix, a Lopunny, and a Driftbloom. Yeah. All that for a Fire-type gym leader. Or a Fire-type expert. But they... they Maybe he was bored. Yeah, I guess. Well, the, the plot is that Flint and his, uh, his best friend, Vulcaner, who's the eighth gym leader, Vulcaner gets in like a slog and he's like, oh, I'm not motivated anymore. I don't know what to do. I don't want to be the gym leader. And you run into Flint and he's like, hey, you better go help my friend. And you battle him and Vulcaner says, oh my God, I can be a gym leader again. So I guess that, that kind of plays out. Uh, that's but nice, my team for Platinum, I really enjoyed. I, Because this is my first time ever playing through Platinum. I only had one file playthrough of... Uh, Sinnoh, and that was for my childhood diamond file, which mm-hmm. I refused to start over. Well, yeah. Um, who did I use? I used Torterra, of course. Well, yeah. I, I used um, I used Vaporeon there as well. Um, Torterra, Vaporeon. I have a picture. I used a Mamoswine. Mm. Mamoswine was really cool. Just being able to have ice and ground on the same team. I really liked. I had a Rampardos, the highest attack stat in the game. Uh, his name was Kaboom. Mm. I used a Gallade, and then I used a Chatot because people thought that I couldn't use a Chatot. <laughs> people <laughs> thought that it was just like, oh, you're never really going to get far. You're never going to do anything with Chatot. But Chatot was really fun to use because the the chatter ability mm-hmm. how, how chatter worked when uh, Gen 4 came out um, it was the first game console with a microphone and they're like oh how about when we make a Pokemon that can have a customizable cry and <laughs> you could Chatot learns a move called chatter which is 80 base power flying type move mm-hmm. and you can you can record a noise through the DS microphone and it could be whatever noise you want it to be. You can make it say all sorts of profane things. But the louder that you say it, the higher chance of your opponent getting confused is. So <laughs> the best strategy is to scream in the microphone. Well, I mean, you showed me the other day that all you did was blow into the microphone. Oh, yeah. I used to put it right up to your up to your mouth and inhale. So it gets the... Uh, oh, here it is. The higher the volume of the recording, the higher chance of confusion. This recording is stored as a thousand byte structure within the game as a four bit pulse code modulation recording. When a sound is recorded, 1,984 8 bit samples of the microphone input are taken at roughly 2,000 a second. So, sound if you, if you make it super loud, then it can go up to 
31% confusion rate, which is optimal because checkout was supposed to be fast. Um, and you just do it as much as possible, and it's really fun. So, yeah. Chatot, uh, Chatot was also the one that killed, killed my Giratina in my uh, playthrough, because Giratina, you can knock it out and catch it later. Um, I thought it would be funny if Chatot was the one to do that, so I made sure that that, that happened. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But a, a true icon. It was, it was fun. Because uh, it, it learns Mimic, so it can copy any move that uh, the opponent knows. And you can only use it like five times, but I, I did that and I copied um, I copied Shadow Force or Phantom Force. One of the moves that Giratina's signature move, and I just used it against him because he couldn't hit me with it since I was a normal type. Oh and Ghost beats Ghost, but... Yeah, that, that's my Platinum story. If anyone's interested in hearing more, I can always talk more. Um, but you, in the meantime... Oh, sorry, babe. Well, I was going to say, would you, you like to tell the people what you said it to for like five minutes to impress me? What? You called me while you were playing it, and you made it say pumpkin. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so fun, you forgot it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was just me showing you the mechanic. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah. But let's show off a new random Pokemon in our next Safari Zone segment. Uh, those of you who are new, I'm sure you get the gist by now. Uh, actually, that's not how that works. Uh, the Safari Zone, we're going <laughs> to randomly... If you're new, I bet you get the gist. What? <laughs> we're going to randomly generate a Pokemon and discuss all things we know about it. Um, would it offer to pump gas for you at the gas station? Would very it, possible. Um, would it lend you its last five dollars if you were standing on the corner? Let's uh, let's figure that out. Are we ready? Yes. All right, pumpkin. Three, two, one. We're gonna click a bunch. Oh, I have it on shiny hunting mode. You can uh, a slew of clicks. Apologies. Three, two, one. Okay, okay, okay. This makes me happy. What is it? It's Oricorio. Which one is that? <laughs> That's a, uh, a big question. Uh, Oricorio <laughs> is a fun Pokemon. It's a it's another gimmick bird Pokemon. Very much like um, Chatad. I think that that's what kind of rubbed off on it. Okay. But, uh, I'm going to send you the link right now through Discord. Oh, thank you, honey. Boom, boom. Oricordio. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. I know this one. Never mind. I 100% do know this one. I love this bird so much. It's, <laughs> it's a really unique concept, and it makes me really happy. It was the first Pokemon that I got shiny in my first moon file when Gen 7 came out. Was it really? It was. I named it Shakira. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, Shakira was an all-star and still is an all-star um, it is it's one of my like favorite what's it called underdog picks yeah. um, Oricorio is <laughs> it's all about the ability for me uh, the ability is really cool but what are your first thoughts about this dancing bird I think it's fabulous um, out of complete curiosity, what year did that come out? Uh, what year did, um, Sun and Moon come out? Yeah, yeah. Um, let me check. It's 2016. Okay, well, um, I feel like they copied parts of Rio. They're birds of paradise. It's a it's a one man at dork. You can they're pretty common. <laughs> one man at dork. Yeah, uh, yeah. I it, it might copy Rio, but but four different styles of dance. How cool is that? I mean, that is really cool. I think that's again. I think that's something Pokemon does. Um, when we're like least expecting it, they're like, "Hey, how about if we put like 
five of the same one, but it's going to be different based on the one it is. It's a big surprise. Well, I mean, it kind of is, you know? Yeah. This Pokemon is, it's very fun. I, I wish the fire type was a lot better than it is. The best type out of this one, because um, the way that Oricorio works is that when you're playing through Sun and Moon, you're traveling around Alola, there, you'll pick up different things of, um, of nectar. Mm -hmm. There's a spot in every there's a spot on every island that lets you catch Oricorio, but when you travel from island to island, you can give it the red, yellow, pink, or purple nectar to change its type. Um, red turns it to Baile style. I, I don't want to butcher that. How did you Baile say style. It? It's spelled B-A-I-L-E. Baile. Yes. Baile style. Um, or it becomes a fire flying type, which is cool because it looks kind of um, flamenco. Um, if you use the yellow nectar, it's pom-pom style, which be turns it into more of a cheerleader, and that's electric type. Uh, yeah. Pink nectar is pow, pow style, which is psychic flying type, and it's based off of uh, hula dancing. Um, mm -hmm. And purple nectar turns it into a ghost flying type, and I believe that this dance style is based off of... It's a... Oh, here it is. It is a Japanese dance style named Sensu, uh, and it bears a notable resemblance to a geisha. Uh, yeah. Sensu is the Japanese word for a folding fan, and it is used for those such dances. So interesting. Very much so. Um, wow. They, so <laughs> these birds are based off of what are called Hawaiian honey creepers. Oh my gosh. These, they're adorable. Here, I have to send this to you. They're, they have these long noses, and they just drink nectar. And, I mean, oh, they look really fun. Uh, that answers the first part of my question. I think Oricorio would be fun at a party. Oh, 100%. Instant entertainment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's read. <laughs> well, what do you think about that? They, I think it's a really neat introduction. I think it's really interesting. I, again, I love Pokemon that have like a backstory to them. Like they clearly have an interesting thing that they based it off of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think the ones where it's like, this is a bird and it's like a pigeon. <laughs> I think that's boring, but I think this is really cool. Because how many people know about this? Probably not a ton. Yeah. Um, here are some of its dex entries in... From... Well, it has a dex entry for each different um, style it's in. So for the, the Baile style, it says, It wins the hearts of its enemies with passionate dancing and then uses the opening to create... He then uses the opening it creates to burn them up with blazing flames. Uh, its passionate dance moves cause its enemies to combust in both body and mind. <laughs> wow. Powerful. Uh, the pom-pom style says, It creates an electric surge by rubbing its feathers together. It dances all over to its enemies and delivers shocking electrical punches. It lifts the opponent's spirits up with cheerful dance moves. When they let their guard down, it electrocutes them with the jolt. Okay, that, that makes sense. Well, yeah. Um, it, the Pau style, uh, it relaxes its opponents with elegant dancing. When they let their guard down, it showers them with psychic energy. Uh, it gets so caught up in its dancing that sometimes it doesn't hear its trainer's orders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much of a vibe. Sometimes it um, just has such a good time dancing, it is not paying attention. And uh, here's probably the where it takes a left turn. Okay. Um, sensu style, uh, it charms its opponents with its refined dancing. When they let their guard down, it places a curse on them that will bring their demise. Oh wow! It summons the dead with its dreamy dancing. Oh. From their <laughs> from their malice, it draws power with which to curse its enemies. Its elegant, attractive dance will send the minds and hearts of its enemies to another world. Alright, go uh, off, I guess. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Dancing that powerful. I mean, <laughs> their moves so I mean, now I get why you named it Shakira. <laughs> it's Shakira. It's Shakira. Uh, when, mind, mind you, I, I intended it for it to be the fire flying type, but though the type that I used it with was the electric flying, which is arguably the best one. Mm. Uh, because you get the, you're only, with the pom-pom style, you're only weak to rock and ice as opposed to, um, psychic and ghost where you're weak to five types. Um, but, you know, whatever works best for you. Yeah, uh, exactly. is super fun. Uh, looking at stats very briefly, um, stats... I'm gonna tell you right now, it's pretty subpar. Uh, but I'm not gonna tell you to not use this Pokemon. I think it's great. But this Pokemon is mainly great for double battles, specifically because of its ability, Dancer. Uh, tiny Dancer. Tiny Dancer. Uh, <laughs> it is tiny. It's only two feet tall. Small. Um, the way the Dancer works is that if you have an opponent if an opponent or an ally uses the following moves, Feather Dance, Fiery Dance, Dragon Dance, Lunar Dance, Metal Dance, Quiver Dance, Sword Dance, Teeter Dance, and Revelation Dance, in the middle of their turn, Oricorio's ability will activate and use that move as well. It just straight up copies it. It just decides, that's mine now. Yep. The only move it doesn't translate uh the only move it doesn't copy that you would think it would is a rain dance because rain dance is not a dance move uh its japanese name translates to rain prayer instead oh rain prayer i was trying <laughs> i definitely heard you but it took my brain a second to try to figure out what word you were saying <laughs> as per usual yeah it takes um, my brain a minute to catch up with the words this Pokemon's a blast. Uh, I actually use it to, in every like new game that I play, for every generation I try to beat like the extra battle tower, that like the quote unquote battle tower. Yeah. Excuse me. And I, I actually used Oricorio and Rabambi together because I wanted them to be friends. Uh. <laughs> Um, the way that I would do it is Rabambi is stupid fast, like we already talked about in one of our other episodes. Yes. And Rabambi would use Quiver Dance, and Shakira would be like, oh, you're dancing too? I'm dancing too. And we just Quiver Dance together. They would vibe then, together. Yeah, they were friends. And then whenever Rabambi was about to die, I, I would use Baton Pass and pass it out to another Pokemon that I had waiting in the back. Yeah. Um, but Oricorio is really fun. I didn't expect it to be like, uh, you know, okay. It, it has strong moves. Um, in regards to moves, I'll go over a quick, quick move set for you. If I can even find it on the website. There it is. Step one, bird. It is very much a bird. So you want to use something like uh, bird. Air Slash. <laughs> bird. Uh, I the moose that I ran was a Revelation Dance, and Revelation Dance, blah, blah, blah. Revelation Dance is Oricorio's signature move. It's a 90 base special attack that's normal type, and it turns into whatever type your Oricorio is. So if it's electric, it goes to electric. If it's fire, it's fire, and so on and so forth. Goes electric. Um, boogie woogie woogie. Boogie woogie woogie. Uh, it's really fun. And so it turns it, it gives you the, the stab bonus for it as well. It hits pretty hard. Um, I always did Revelation Dance, I did Air Slash. Um, I would do Helping Hand and. Or Helping Hand or Roost also works, but you gotta be careful because if you're doing. Okay. Because it's a bird. Because it's a bird. Uh, <laughs> if you have the chance. Um, if you roost as a fire or electric type, watch out for ground type moves because you lose your flying type for the turn, mm. which is important to know. And then um, I gave it a Z crystal. I gave it the Flyenium Z. Um, granted, yeah, this is back when Z moves were 
<laughs> hot and hip. Hot and hip. Hot and hip. Um, I'm, I'm gonna just definitely remind everybody, I went through all of Moon, or Sun, which one did I play? Sun. You played Sun, though. I played all of Sun, did not use a single Z crystal. Yeah. Not even against the elites. Nobody. I just was like, eh, whatever. I, cause I, as the fool I am, thought that if I used them once, they would go away forever, and I didn't want to waste them. Oh no, baby. No, that's okay. But I held on to them, and I never yeah, used them, and now it's my cool flex. <laughs> yeah. Orica, Oricorio is a fun, uh, niche Pokemon. Oh, but also gets Tailwind. Tailwind is really good for doubles, too. It doubles your speed for a couple turns. You just know everything. I'm just uh, looking through its moveset. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, little dancing baby? I think it's the. I think it's one of the like super cool Pokemon. You know, I think this was everything that Alchemy could have been. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Alchemy. Kinda had different flavors and you had to do different things at different times but did they become any different than the other versions no of course not but i think that's that's the thing that's that piece of effort that i really liked in the game yeah and it's native to hawaii and i think that added the extra flavor that we needed exactly i think if in the game i think if in sword and shield they had done alchemy, and each one had a different sort of a reason, something. When you make them, it does something, other than just give them a cool color and a different shape in their hair. Like, yeah. it, it had done some sort of moveset, or it, it, given it a different typing, or anything, I just would have been a lot more fascinated, but they really just... I think they missed the ball in Sword and Shield, and I think that this is the proof that they could have done it. <laughs> and that is something we will never forget. And that is something I will n I will probably forget in five minutes and then get angry about in a week. Oh, I I love Oricario so much. I think it's so... It's vastly underrated. Oh, and people yeah. kind of write it off as like a... It's a one-off Pokemon that you get, and it's like, okay, that's it. Yeah, but I don't that, think it is one-off. That's the thing. I think that I think there's real skill in taking different Pokemon that people sort of write off and then using them in the best plays possible. I, I've definitely seen you do this. Mm -hmm. I, I get very loyal to the Pokemon that I'm using. So for me, it's less of like, oh, I want to get the best strategy or I want to... I, I don't really have any plan. It's just whatever comes my way. Whatever random... Yeah. It, it, for me, it's like a Nuzlocke run, except they don't die when they pass out in battle for me. Um, mm. But that's sort of how I play. I really don't trade off unless there's a major thing. Like, there's some major issue in the play style with it. Yeah, you, you get attached. It's like, yep, these are, these are my friends now. This is my baby, and he will stay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's just... But that's how I've played, like, every game. I, I've i played um, everything the same way. Nintendogs, uh, Animal Crossing. Yeah. I, that's just sort of how I, how I work. But to get back on track... I think this was a really cool design. I think this was really interesting in how they played it off. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I I think that the the ballet style is my favorite, even though I use pom pom style the most. Yeah, the ballet style is probably my my favorite because the shiny is it replaces the red where the black should be. Mm. And it just turns on this all-black bird with red accents, and it's super cool. Yeah. But what would you, what would you name this little uh, puffball? Well, I think it's different depending on the different ones. 
Um, if I'm going off of just the one that you sent me, mm -hmm. do they all have different names, or is it just based on the style? They they have different names based off of the styles that they're in. Okay. So one. So the one that we got. Okay. So there's four kinds. Yeah. So that's what I'm sending you is the pom pom style. Yes. And then this one is ballet style. Yes, that's the red one that you sent me. Mm -hmm. And this then, well, if I click on the Bulbapedia thing, it shows me all of them. Yeah. That's yeah. Pao style, and then this last one is Sensu style. Yeah. And I, they're, I don't really they're... have a specific name for all of them. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm just staring at the designs of these. I was really impressed by this because it took into account, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to discount the cheerleader one a little bit when I'm saying this, but the other three were traditional dances from different cultures. Mm-hmm. And I just found it so cool the way that they had configured it into the design. Yeah, and you can also kind of talk about like Birds of Paradise and Birds like Darwin's Finches, quote unquote. Like, yes. uh, how exposure to different nectars and different food sources allows it to change and allows it to uh, evolve exactly. in, a, in a pseudo sense. Oh, pseudo evolution is kind of cool. I think that was the coolest thing Darwin ever figured out. Just like, these birds are different a little bit because of what they're munching on. And it's like, Can yeah, you cool, that? dude. Thank you. We knew. <laughs> yeah, life finds a way. Life finds a way. As uh, I believe Jeff Goldblum said in Jurassic Park. I think it was either Jeff Goldblum or Newman. I don't know. Uh, I was watching uh, a TV show with my mom today, and this guy said, and you know, the famous line from Clash of the Titans, and my idiot brain went, oh yeah, this is Sparta. My mom went, no, that's from the 300. He's talking about release the Kraken. And I was like, <laughs> were those different movies? Are we sure they were different movies? Oh, it was 100% um, Jeff Goldblum. Very I much know difficult. Jurassic Park backwards and forwards. I okay, okay. That's not. I'm not mad at you. I just get very passionate about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. But because of a lot of reasons, I have a lot of things to say about Jurassic Park. You know when um, I always thought that was kind of funny when you go to do the fossils for uh the Sun and Moon area. Yeah. The, the fossil area in Sun and Moon is loosely based off of the Jurassic Park. I don't remember the fossil place for that. Um, fossils. Let me look it up. I, but again, I feel like I played through Sun and Moon really quickly. Oh, you did. And then I was like, oh, I should uh, complete the decks, and then I got lazy and didn't. Based on the dialogue given, the Fossil Restoration Center could be a reference to the Jurassic Park movies. This is further supported by the fact that these movies were filmed in Hawaii. I don't even think I knew that. I mean, it makes sense based on the foliage and stuff. Yeah. Based on the foliage. I'm such a dork. I suppose. I am going to name my bird Shakira, and I am going to continue to name my bird Shakira. Of course. Yeah, I mean, you can. I wasn't criticizing you. I just genuinely don't. This is the one I wouldn't have a name for. It would have to be, like, for me, it would have to be in the moment. It would have to hit me like a sack of rocks. Mm. I don't... I... Not a... I only have a name for one, and it's the cheerleader one, and I'd name her Brittany. <laughs> I was thinking Brittany, too. <laughs> exactly. Something stereotypical, something, uh... Yeah, I was thinking Cheery mm -hmm. at first, but then I was like, Cheery's not a name, so... Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was thinking. I, I think that sounds great. Or Tiffany. Tiffany. Cassandra. Cassandra. Did you guys, did you have, um... Were a lot of the, like... Um, trailers you knew named Cassandra, really? 
No. I, I just think it was just like, yeah, it probably fits. It just fits, you know? It just goes. You just know. What are your final thoughts on this uh, good sweeper? I loved the design. I think it was really cool for them to have put it in. I think it was an extra detail. And I think I'm going to just throw a little bit of shade of Pokemon and say that if they put this much effort into all their Pokemon, I would be a lot more excited. But Oh, no, throw throw all the shade you want. I completely agree. I think Oreo is a masterclass in design. Yeah. It works really well. I think the types are really cool. Um, I love this Pokemon so much. And... And again, and like again, this could this is everything that I thought Alchemy would be, but wasn't. Yeah. So, and I, I another a fun detail with Oricori was that the types that you encounter them mm-hmm. are the types correlating to the the islands. So, like the pom pom is yellow, the Bale is ula ula. Uh, the pink one is Akala. I like that you said the 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 Chunder <laughs> one is yellow. <laughs> like <laughs> the pom pom is yellow, the Baile is red, the Pau is pink, and the Sensu is purple, all coordinating to the color of the islands. I I didn't even know you're supposed to catch the little the island spirits. Okay, I <laughs> I was sadly misinformed when playing. Uh, Pokemon Sun. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I want to go back to it. It's always worth playing again. And it's always good um, thinking about the mistakes that you made and uh, think about the mistakes that you made and uh, ways to let them go. And if you figured out that there are some things that you just can't let go of, maybe this next segment could help you out. Uh, we're going to segue right into our Calm Mind segment, and we're going to talk about closure. Yes. Now, closure is a feeling just... So we were talking earlier about how um, how you get very attached to your Pokemon, you get very attached to things that you do every day, and that's completely fair. Humans are connecting creatures. We need to have those relationships grounded out. Um... But let's talk some base-level closure introduction. Tell me. Um, what would, what do you consider closure? Um, I think there's a lot of different versions of closure. I think there's closure like losing somebody and and feeling like you've spent your time breathing, <laughs> grieving, and. Not that you're ready to move on, but you're at the next step after everything's sort of happened and it's settled with you a bit. Um, I know there's... You can be grieving other things, like career choices, maybe um, something that you can't do anymore for some reason. It's hard Mm. to sort of pick something when there's so many to go off of, you know? When do you feel that closure is necessary on a base level? I think on a base level, closure is really important when ending a certain chapter. Mm-hmm. So whether that's being a phase in your life or with a person, whether that means that they're gone or just gone from your life, I think closure is a really important thing. I want to throw an addendum on that because not only do I agree, I think closure is really important when experiencing a loss in general. Yeah. Um, even even if it is something non-human, like maybe, like I had, as I talk about very frequently, um, the the job that I had prior to the current job that I have now. I had a terrible experience every single day, just day in, day out, making those terrible phone calls, did not feel connected to my job whatsoever. Um, it took a lot for me to kind of figure out like, oh, like I need to leave, it's time for me to leave. Um, and putting that nice wrapped up bow on things 
as sloppy as sloppily as I could. <sighs> I recognized that it was not healthy for me. I did not want to work in that terrible job. Excuse me, whatsoever. Now I have the hiccups. <laughs> That's a pain. Um, but after I felt that, I kind of needed to know that it was okay for me to leave. Mm-hmm. It was okay for me to move on and find something else that I really wanted to go towards. Right. Um, so I kind of needed... Um, I, I was watching this TikTok the other day, and it was a person was a licensed therapist, and uh, they said that... <laughs> they said in a really concise manner, they said, closure is just someone telling you something audibly that you already knew that you needed to confirm to hear. Hmm. That's a really interesting take on it. Even if it's like a loss of a job or loss of a relationship, loss of a family member. um, Yeah, kind of as you were saying, closing the chapter, putting a bow on it, letting it go. Um, Yeah. But I always find it to be more, more sticky than that. Of course. I I find it to be like always having your hands in. (laughs) That does not sound good. I was going to say, it kind of feels like you have your hands in slime and you want to let go of something, but you just can't. (laughs) Kind of like that gag you would always see in cartoons. And it's like, all right, (laughs) no matter how hard I wave my hand, it's not going to go anywhere. Like flubber. Um, Like what? Flubber. Flubber, yeah. Yeah, you remember Flubber? You were around in the days. Don't make me feel old. <laughs> you were there for oh, the I, Flubber era. I I love Robin Williams. I was definitely there for Flubber. Yeah, I mean that oh. was the original like slime crisis for our whole generation. <laughs> Robin Williams was the first one to make money off of a slime tutorial. <laughs> oh, I love Robin Williams. Um, that being said, in the event that a loss happens, <laughs> now I'm talking like I used to work in insurance. Uh, when when you experience a loss, what are some tips that we can offer you, or what are some things that we would recommend to help you kind of cushion the blow? What are your first thoughts? Well, I mean, again, I think it's all dependent on different things. So, like, for me, what I had to grapple with a lot was my grades weren't as good as I Mm -hmm. was anticipating them to be. And that happened, like, three semesters in a row. And I had to deal with academic probation through my school multiple times. Um, I got my grades back recently and I was waiting for that phone call and it just I needed a lot of time to just sort of sit and let it stay with me that that was happening mm-hmm. and sort of get closure on the fact that that was what was happening I couldn't fix it from where I was and I had to keep going and I feel like that's that's sort of the the thought process something has happened it is no longer in your control but you have to figure out what your next step is. I see. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because um, you have to... <laughs> Everyone's got a plan to like, get punched in the face. Uh, I don't know. I, that I, plan I... is out from under you. Like It just happens. Yeah. Things it's happen. A terrible feeling. Yeah. Um, but... Some, here are some tips that we can offer at least to help you feel better and kind of feel more prepared when a loss happens. Um, number one, find your support system. No matter what, always find your support system. In this day and age, we are more connected than ever. Um, we are able to connect through digital means. We are able to connect through personal means. Um, just, just for the for the sake of an example, when I caught COVID, yeah, <laughs> I recognized that I, I every day I woke up feeling like I was hit with a dump truck, and it was was miserable. It was terrible, um, but I recognized that I could talk with Anna, I could talk with Tim, I could talk with Adam, I could talk with all of my friends that 
I, I need to connect to. I remember um, I missed playing Magic with my friends across the street, so we would find ways to play online. Um, we would that was that was when Among Us was really big. That's when Among Us really took off. Yeah. So we would play Among Us every now and then. Um, but that was my support system. I found people who were in my corner who consistently cared about me and wanted to check up on me. And to anyone who's like listening from back home and personally, thank you. Thank you for listening and taking care of me when I couldn't take care of myself. Um, the importance of a support system is to know that you are not alone in whatever you are going through. And that is the utmost priority with these kinds of things. Yeah. And, and sometimes it feels like you're the only one, but in, in, I don't want to say like in reality, but like the world around you is a lot wider than you think. And a lot of people have gone through things, even though you don't sort of comprehend those things were happening to somebody else. Right. So not even just comprehend, just like, you don't know what you don't know. It, I have met people and they would tell me something they went through and I would have had no idea unless they told me. And that's sort of a really big thing when you're in it too. Like you feel like whatever is going on is written on your face. What do you mean? It's sort of like, so when my grades came out, I went to classes and I felt like everyone knew that I was the one that got the lower grades. And it was like, clear. I felt like it was literally like a neon sign above my head, like blinking, like, she's not supposed to be here. She's not doing as well as everybody else. She could be mm -hmm. doing better. But I feel like that's sort of something people go through when they're, when they're hitting their, their spot with closure. Like when they have to start acknowledging that closure is something that needs to happen. Does that make right. sense? Everyone else can see it except for you. Yeah. But it's not it's not how it works. Like of course it's not written on your face. <laughs> of course no one knows unless you tell them. And so if you're thinking that the world isn't reaching out to you, like no one can catch your hand when you're falling off a cliff unless you extend it yourself. Yeah. That's true. It's just, it's not possible. So nobody really knows what everyone else is going through. So if you need help, say you need help. And people will be yeah. there to help you. Like It feels like that's the hardest part. It is. It's, it's one of the hardest parts. And I think that's the first step to getting to closure. Um... I know when my grades got really bad, I was telling my friend about it and how upset I was and how I didn't know what to do. And she, um, she took me by the shoulders and she said, we're going to go to the counseling office right now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I don't think I needed them. And I don't think it's that bad. And she was like, I think it's just a good first step just to go there and talk to an objective third party who knows nothing about the situation just talk to them. And that's what I did. I went with her to the counseling office at our school and I talked and I felt a little better and I had admitted it to myself and sometimes it's just saying it out loud that the thing had happened. Right. Yeah, just being able to finally verbalize it. Exactly. To finally just put it into existence that you already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. Um, the next step um, is being sure to take care of yourself first. In today's day and age where mental health is quote-unquote trendy, I guess it's one thing to throw the bird of self-care around, but that doesn't decrease its validity. Right. Always make sure that you are taking care of yourself, uh, drinking enough water, um, getting enough exercise, sleeping, Eating, uh, did I already say exercise? Yeah, yes. I said that. You said exercise, you said sleeping and eating. Um, and breathing. Please breathe. Breathing good. To. Um, and the last tip that I can recommend, just from my personal uh, jar of gumballs, is. 
<laughs> uh, keep a journal. Keep a journal of your thoughts and your memories and um, being able to, that's another way to get that into writing or into the ether, if that makes sense. Uh, you can burn it, you can stab it, you can bury it, you can drench it in water, you can set fire to it. Whatever you decide, um, that's kind of cathartic for breakups as well. Yeah. If you're going through a really bad breakup, you write a letter and you set it on fire. If you're doing it safely, please don't do it like on a desk. Please don't set things on fire on things that aren't supposed to be on fire. Grab it with like a pair of metal tongs and then like hold it over your bathtub. Yeah, or like a metal trash can that's empty. Don't don't use lighter fluid or anything. That's dangerous. We are only encouraging this if it is in a clear, safe environment oh, that you recognize okay. that. What? Oh no, you go first. You keep going. Yeah, please. Oh no, that's, that's all I had to say. Yeah, safe environment. Don't hurt yourself or others, and please try not to cause property damage. <laughs> please. Yeah, to. please don't. Please don't. Please don't. Um. What are your last thoughts about? closure and again this is like the the surface level oh yeah no we are in no way experts of this um i think uh to sort of go off the last thing you said if you don't think that you can do the whole burning it or drowning it or something drowning the letter not someone please don't do that either that's bad Mm -hmm. but maybe you could rip it up i know i've done that I was really mad at someone. I wrote the whole letter of what I would have said to them. And then I tore it into the tiniest pieces I could. And it felt so good. Oh, yeah. Because it felt like everything was out of me. And it was over. Like, there was nothing left to say to that person. There was nothing left to do with anything about them. It was just, it was done. And it was out of me. And... It was in the ether and space and stuff. Cathartic. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good to let go. It feels good to let go and sort of get that closure, but you won't get there until you get there. So. Yeah. So take your time. Yeah. Take your time. It's going to be hard steps to get there, but when you get there, things will be a little, a little better. I mean, we can't tell you how much better they'll get, but... It will. Objectively, they'll feel better than when you started, hopefully. That being said, those are our those are our thoughts. We'd love to hear if uh, there's anything that you're going through. You're always welcome to speak with us and talk with us about what's going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a base level of trauma inspection and closure. Um, and of course, if you do feel like this is a problem that has gotten severe, please, please go talk to a medical professional. Yeah. Who can... Tell the tell the doctor you have. Get go tell your therapist. Tell um, your school nurse if you have those. I don't know. Do they still have, they have school nurses still at schools? Well, there aren't really schools right now. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know about COVID. I just meant I. Yeah, I don't definitely. Know. We're old. <laughs> We're too old yeah. to know what's at a school anymore. You know what else is getting pretty old? What? Pokemon. That's true. Pokemon has just hit its 25th anniversary in 2021, and we have lots to talk about. Yeah, we have lots to discuss. Specifically, uh, Katy Perry. Why oh my god, Katy Perry! I love Katy Perry. It's not that I don't like her. It's just I wouldn't have put the two together. In all yeah, honesty, I just wouldn't. I wouldn't expect her to be the uh, the face of the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Yeah, a Pokemon. Yeah, that's, that's so cool. It is cool. I, again, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it's a little strange. Yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, as we said that uh, Pokemon has hit its 25th anniversary and there was a preparation or like a hype commercial or a video about um, like, oh, get get excited. We, we've got good things coming in the store and all, it all ended. Katy Perry. 
yeah, it, it ended with Katy Perry, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> like what is she doing here? And He's the actually background music. going to be a Pokemon. Katy Perry is now a Pokemon. Yeah. Um, did you know? You know, Katy Perry has a cat named Kitty Purry. I did know that. It's adorable. Did you I know think she has cutest. a child? That always, I always forget that. <laughs> I forget so often. <laughs> Two different things. No, I know. Well, do you want to know how I remembered it? She was singing at um, the thing for Joe Biden getting uh, the inauguration. And and I just heard on like, oh, yeah, she has a kid. And my mom was like, it's not Apple, is it? I was like, it's not Apple. No, I think that's Gwyneth Paltrow. Might I want to say it might be um, not Jennifer Aniston. It's another Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. I think it's Jennifer Garner. Eh, we're not really celebrity people anyway. We're very bad at remembering celebrities. Yeah. Anyway. But, well, like, they are people too. They are people too. I mean, I'm bad <laughs> with names in general, with people I interact with every day. Right. People that I don't know very well. Of course I don't remember anything because I don't interact with them. So... Well, let's let's talk about this. What are some of the things that you would love to see out of Pokemon's twenty fifth anniversary? I mean, I don't even know. I'm I'm really curious to see what they're gonna do with it. You know, hmm. I I feel like it's I don't want to say it's unpredictable, but like I really have no idea what they're gonna do for it. Yeah, it's it's hard to kind of figure out. Yeah. Um, the the big thing that everyone is kind of uh, poking at with a giant um, chromatic stick are Diamond and Pearl remakes. Yeah. I mean, I do hope yes. for those. Those would make me very happy. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the likelihood is very low. I think Part we of me watch that. Yeah, part of me really wants to get hopeful. Like, this is the time where they remake the next generation. Um, and next up in line is Diamond and Pearl. Um, but that really depends because I'm not sure if they want to do that. Um, there was, uh, there was a leak, a quote unquote, quote unquote, super grain of salt leak that the, that there was a, domain url for diamondpearlpokemon.com or something yeah, along those a, lines um a very vague url yeah it was, registered. it was registered by um by the pokemon company so we'll really have to see what's going on it was on. registered by steve pokemon himself <laughs> the man the, my, the legend my dad, who works at Nintendo. My dad, who works at Nintendo, definitely said that... <sighs> my dad <laughs> at Nintendo, he has been yep. telling me how great the new Nintendogs is going to be. <laughs> I am ready. Oh, it's time. Yes. Yeah, so that's... Uh, I, I'd also like to see... Oh, oh my god. Yeah. New Pokemon Snap. Oh my god, Pokemon Snap. I already <laughs> Pokemon Snap because I got so excited. <laughs> it looks really fun. It does look really fun. I'm really excited. It looks like... Now, the first one, the first Pokemon Snap is one of my favorites in terms of, like, uh, what's it called? In terms of Snap. spinoff games? Yes. Um, there were a lot of really cool Easter eggs. I, I won 100% of the game. I made sure to... Um, I did. You did all the cool it. stuff. I did all the cool stuff. I got all the the Articuno glitch. Um, th there are shortcuts that you can take during Pokemon Snap. That was also really fun. Did you do the um, secret Pikachu thing that I saw online? I did do that. Because um, you're the coolest person ever. Baby, uh, you're if cool. you if you take if you see a Charmander, eat it next to a pit of lava. You can throw a ball at it to knock it back into the lava and it comes out as a Charmeleon. Yeah, don't eat it. That was a joke. Don't eat it. Please don't eat um, But Pokemon Snap was really fun. I, it's, it's 
uh, of course, you know, it, it only happened in Kanto, but we've, we have almost 800 new Pokemon to take pictures of. I know, I'm so excited. It's going to be catching them all, but in pictures. I think that we can do like a Polaroid setting because I'm that <laughs> easy of a person. There are filters. There are ways that you can see. Oh, filters. There are filters. Oh, I love filters. Um, and there are tons of... Actually, I'm going to look that up. I want to see what's available. <laughs> Google the filters. Well, let me see. Uh, good old Cerebi. I love you, Cerebi. I love you, Cerebi. Please be on the show. Pochi Man Snap. Let's take a look. I have the Pochi uh, on. Okay, so first of all... Meganium. I love that Meganium is front and center. I think it's so cool. Um, there's a list of Pokemon that are in the the, lent, the lentil region. The lentil region. Lentils? Like the vegetable? Uh, it's an A instead of an I. Of, of course it is. The lentil region, if you will. Oh. Um, it looks very, very tropical-based. A lot of Alolan Pokemon are back. Um, of course, there's Grookey, Scorbunny, and Sobble. Well, yeah, because those are the new ones, and they have to put them in. It's, their, it's the law. There are lots of regions. There's a beach, an ocean, a desert, a forest, plains, jungle. Um, snow? I'm assuming there might be a snow. How do you assume um, there might? I, I mean, there, it's a video game. There's always a nice level somewhere. Will there or won't there? This is very important to me. I have no idea, but I'm assuming I would I would put uh, $5 on saying that there will be a snow level. <sighs> um, I don't know what filters there are, but I know that there there is an opportunity for filters. <sighs> filters. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I mean it when I said that I pre-ordered it so early. Just because I, I wanted it so bad. And what's cool about this is that you get to... You register your po your photos into the Pokedex. So the pictures that you see are in the Pokedex. Oh, that's so cute. Um, there's a new Illumina phenomenon. Um, what is which that? is what we saw with Meganium showing up. Um, at the end of the trailer, Meganium just shows this bright sparkle, like, as if it were glowing, as if it were, you know, iridescent. Iridescence would be really cool. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just so excited about, like, all parts of this. <laughs> It's, it seems really, really fun. You're telling me I get to take pictures of my animal friends. This is the best day ever. And they're always in the wild. I love it. They're always in the wild. I'm, but I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm very excited for Pokemon Snap. Um... As a final thought, I think I would love to see, of course, any information on Diamond and Pearl Platinum remakes. I'm taking that with a grain of salt. Until we get an official release, then we will have to wait and see. Yeah. Um, Pokemon's official anniversary, just for sake, I'm looking this up. Yeah, for me, my brain won't remember it, but tell me. Pokemon's official anniversary is on... It's February 27th. Huh. February 27th is marked as the, that was the 20, the 2016 was the 20th anniversary. So we'll get a couple more. Um, there were event distributions and I'm just excited because everyone gets to celebrate Pokemon more. Isn't, wasn't that, wasn't the 20th one then in like... 2015? 2016? Yes, the 20th anniversary was in 2016. Oh my god. Isn't that when Pokemon Go dropped? Wasn't that the whole thing? I believe... No. 
Pokemon Go came out in 2015, I want to say. Uh, you know I don't remember the exact year. Yeah, it is what it is. But All that too blended would, together for me. <laughs> my top picks, I would love to see more information on Pokemon Snap, potential release of information on Diamond and Pearl remakes, and then I just want to see some cool Pokemon stuff. I just want to see something cool happen. <laughs> that, that, that's all that I want. 25 sure. years... Show us the Pokemon, I, you cowards. I, I want to see something cool. Maybe Gen 9. Who knows? Oh, I, I don't even want to think about Gen 9 just yet. Too old. Maybe DLC 3? A third DLC for Sword and Shield? Oh my gosh. Stop. It's exciting. You need to stop. <laughs> you're getting too excited and you're making me excited. Any final thoughts? I really, I, I really did buy it because I'm ready. I'm so excited and so ready to, to play this game. Pokemon Snap 2 comes out on... Let me check. The 13th of April. 30th of April. Yeah. Uh, looks like new Pokemon Snap comes out April 30th. Yeah. I was going to say, it's the end of April, definitely. Which means it'll be out just in time for finals for me to be super distracted. <laughs> exactly. That's just what we need. <laughs> yeah. And if you need to get in touch with us, the best way that you can do that is getting in touch with us on Instagram at Sleep Powder Talks. Uh, we'll, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we want to hear what you are looking forward to in Pokemon's 25th anniversary because we want you to celebrate with us. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have any questions, please feel free to get in touch with us uh, at Sleep Powder Talks. Um, you can send us an email, sleeppowdertalks at gmail.com. We would love to get in touch with you. Yeah. Thank you so much again for listening to Sleep Powder. Please give your pets a kiss for us and have a good night. Good night.